0: everybody and welcome to another episode episode six of the official one arrowhead drive podcast with me as always is trevor mayhew and dylan cogdill on this version of scorched earth we like to refer to, to patrick mahomes as going scorched earth but unfortunately right now we all live on the scorched earth where trev is down in the 100 degree temps in texas and those temps have been uh the uh, same up here in Missouri. Guys, how are you doing
1: tonight? Doing good, Trev. You said it. Super hot. About 90 straight days down here. Haven't had a break over that 100 degree weather in about three months. Uh, we're hanging in there. Football's right around the corner of that fall football weather. Chilly season's coming up, so let's get it. Yeah, I don't know how you do this shit, Trev. This hundred, ten, hundred fifteen 115 degree weather,
2: this shit's for the birds, so. I'm ready to get to that fall season and get into some football and some better weather. So, Trev, let's get into it.
0: When it's a 104-degree heat index at 1 in the morning, it's just not not good for anyone. So, uh, we're all feeling it right now. But let's go ahead and get into it. So, before we get into all the Chiefs news, uh, let's go ahead and do an our Around the League segment. Um, Not a ton to talk about, but we did learn today that Jonathan Taylor, uh, he was granted the right to seek a trade. It's not going to be a cheap trade by any means. Surely the Colts are going to ask for a lot in return with a guy like Jonathan Taylor, um, albeit running backs right now. It's kind of a controversial topic in the NFL. So guys, what do you think on the Jonathan Taylor stuff? And just go ahead and throw in there real quick. Is it someone you'd want to see in a Chiefs jersey? Because personally, I have zero interest in Jonathan Taylor being a Chief.
2: If he was cheap, sure, but he's not going to be cheap. I've seen, you know, hinted at a first-round draft pick for him, and that's a lot of draft capital to spend on a position that's, you know, you can hit on every three to four years. So I don't want him as a Chief. I hope if he does come, it's cheap. But I know that I saw some rumors early in the offseason that said he – or that we would be interested, but I just don't see it. I mean, heck, we got to pay Chris Jones as it is. I don't think we can afford a high-end running back.
1: Yeah, not to go super long on Jonathan Taylor, but if we could get him for what the Niners got McCaffrey for last year, would that make y'all interested? Because super talented running back. I know McCaffrey went for a second, third, fourth, and a fifth, I believe. Four draft picks, not a first-rounder. I, I think you'd make this team better if you could if you could throw Clyde in, in the mix as a trade piece. I know we could have had Jonathan Taylor in the beginning if we had just taken him over Clyde, but we'll see. I, like like you guys hit on though, I it's pro- it's not likely that he's going to be a chief. It's probably not even likely that he's going to be traded with the way the running back uh, market is. But I thought it was interesting that that's what the Forty Nineers got McCaffrey for, and I don't know. I might spin the wheels on something less than a first first rounder. Yeah, I, I was going to
0: say that, Trev, you took the words right out of my mouth. The easiest way to acquire Jonathan Taylor would have just been to draft him in the first place ahead of Clyde. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. I don't think he fits our scheme very well. He doesn't catch the ball out of the backfield as much. I'm not saying he's not capable. He just doesn't catch the ball as much as as what we typically use running backs. So, again, kind of a. a I won't even call it a dream. It's just something that, that's not going to happen, I don't think. And and like Trev hit on, I'd rather play, rather pay Chris Jones and just move on. So that's pretty much it for the round of the league. We'll go ahead and get into our injury news, or bumps and bruises. We got out of the game uh, pretty much, according to Big Red, with no injuries, which is awesome to see. That's what you want out of a preseason game. Hope we can keep that going. So nothing to talk about there. Today in practice, I do know that we got some positive movement in the Legereus Sneed situation. Um, He got some quote-unquote mental reps on the side uh, with the team today, so he was at practice, not not necessarily participating, but he was there, and also Isaiah Pacheco was seen today with the red jersey on and no more yellow non-contact jersey, so that means we'll probably see him this weekend maybe get the ball a few times, one, two times, and then get out of the game. So with that, let's go ahead and get into the second preseason game. We just watched our squad play on Saturday night, 138 to 10 against the Cardinals and Glendale. Let's go ahead and revisit really quick uh, just to see how the boys did last week, our over-unders that we talked about. So with the running back, I believe the the over-under was how many Chiefs running backs? We'll score a touchdown. It was two was the number, and we only had one, in then Prince, which was pretty late in the game. So Trev and Dill both hit on that, and the second was Mahomes uh, over the 100-yard mark, and Trev was the only one who got that. Dilly Boy was, was under there. So we got Trev leading the race early to start the year 2-0.
1: Sounds about right. Probably going to go undefeated the whole season. Just uh, no. throwing that out there. <laughs> Fuck. All jokes aside.
0: Nice try, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so let's go ahead and get into the game then. On the first team offense, we got to see them right out of the gates. Guys, let's go ahead and start with your takeaways from the first team offense and uh, kind of those first three drives that we saw Pat get.
2: I'm not going to lie. They came out pretty shaky, those first two drives they had. I'm glad they sent them out there for another time, get to shake the rest off a little bit. That ten play, ninety-two yard drive looked very nice. Looked like fifteen got things going and capped it off with a, you know, past Justin Watson. Um, those first two drives were kind of killed by penalties, but you know that's just part of preseason, just working all the kinks out. I got to say the offensive line looked awesome. If we get that offensive line throughout the whole year, you know, minus injuries stuff like that, I think we're
1: gonna look great. Let's see what he got. I think the I think the ones look good. That first drive, like you said, was stalled. Really ticky tag Justin Watson opi there wasn't much there but that was a big third down conversion that he had and then then it got called back and we threw a screen to uh jarek and it didn't go for first down but yeah the ones look good i think we got we rotated five receivers in there with the ones uh justin ross played with the ones for a snap had a really nice uh third down conversion catch on the touchdown drive thought they looked good it was nice to see a touchdown out of the ones Yeah, that whip route from Ross was nasty, so
2: that was good to see. A dude that tall should not move that clean. So I was going to shout that out, too. That
0: route was filthy. I think if we can see him continue to win one-on-one like that, whether it be on third down, whether it be early in drives, that's huge because last year we really didn't have that guy who could just get out one-on-one on on the outside and win. I mean, we would have liked for that to be Juju a lot, but usually he was a guy that because he's such a big body he could go up and take some contact and and get the ball in traffic but as the, the few route and he had that other one in the corner that um he maybe turned the wrong way maybe he didn't uh, where, where he didn't connect on the ball from gabbert you know again he cooks the corner complete separation you know that's just something he'll have to to learn if he did turn the wrong way to turn you know which way his quarterback wants him to be so uh, I think a, a a ton of upside right there. Like we continue to talk about, I want to put him in permanent ink for the roster, for the fifty three. But I, you know, still one week to go, so still very very high there. Give me your guys' takes on Rasheed Rice. I thought he obviously started a little shaky. He came, you know, I think it was that slant route, first play of the game, hits him right in the hands in a little bit of traffic. Might have heard some footsteps drops the ball but then for a guy like him as young as he is to to shake that off quickly and then you know his final stat lines eight for 96 he's getting some comparisons to a guy that you guys talk about at the end of the game from pat uh yeah just what do you just quick thoughts on rasheed rice and what you guys saw from him
1: i thought he looked good outside of that very first drop that he had that now granted that's two drops and two games for him he's gonna have to clean that up but it looked like we we set out to feature him a little bit on uh on Saturday night he was he was doing all kinds of things behind the line of scrimmage uh, going in motion seems like he's picking up the playbook I really really liked what I saw from him and then just to circle back a little bit to Justin Ross you kind of said it but he just he gives that wide receiver room um, something that we don't have, and that's that big body possession guy. MVS is a big body, but he's more of like a big body slot. He, he's not winning on the outside like we've already seen Justin Ross do. But yeah, Bill, what'd you think about Rashi Rice? Yeah, so like Trevor was referring to, Patty came out and re- compared him to
2: Samuel Watkins, which I think is really honestly a fair comparison. He has that same build type. He did struggle. I don't know how much you guys knew about him coming out of the draft. He did have a little bit of that alligator arm, you know, whether he catches with his hands or not. That was kind of hinted in his draft profile. But like you said, he bounced back very nice from that. I had the same thought. It's like, oh boy, here we go again with this. You know, got to learn to catch in traffic, especially if you're going to play with the ones. But I think he'll pick it up. It game's just coming along to him right now. So really, I was impressed by him. He's got, got to hang on to the ball a little bit. Got to remember them DBs are fast. He almost fumbled that one away. But other than that, he was impressive. Yeah, he definitely showed some yards after the catch ability
0: too, which I think is big. You know that we did get that a few times out of Juju last year. I think we have potential with this group for that. So that that's something that I thought was awesome to see. On the end of the uh, final drive that we saw Mahomes in on, I do think, you know, and I don't know that this group likes to hear it, but I do think you can write Justin Watson down in permanent ink uh, on the roster. I don't think he's going anywhere. He played every one of those three series. And just like before, I'm pretty sure whenever Pat came out, he came out. So I think that's a guy that you can for sure pencil in on the six to seven wide receiver argument, you know, Andy knows what he's doing. It's hard for us to question him. So, yeah, it is what it is. Second 13 offense looked great. I think this is where most of the evaluation is right now. Obviously, O-line, wide receivers are trying to figure out who's 6-7 and on the team, who's going to be practice squad guys. What do you guys think in here with the twos and threes from what you saw?
2: Let's be honest real quick, though. You know, these twos and threes, they look great. But our second and third stringers could probably beat this Cardinals first stringers. If we're being honest, this team is it's not going to do very well. You know, we, they might lose 15, 16 games. Well, who knows? I think Kyler can come back and give them, you know, some spark. But QB can only do so much. That is a that is a bad, bad team. I really do think we got a QB competition. I don't know what you two think. Reed actually came out today and said it's a pretty close battle. And we'll see where it goes. I think they both showed something. I think Gabbert kind of came out with a little fire and said, after last week, you know, Bisha kind of outplayed him, but I think Gabbert showed some stuff as well. So I'm okay with either of them. I'm going to ask the question, do you guys think we keep three quarterbacks?
1: I think they're kind of forcing our hand for that three quarterbacks. I know it's typically not what we do, but Dylan, you kind of hinted on it with the, the 49ers trouble last year in the playoffs. Um, we might just do it, but if I had to pick one right now, I'm going to go with the younger guy, the guy who's been in our system longer in Buschel. He showed out two games. He was first in after Pat last week. I think that shows he probably has just a little bit of an edge up on Gabbert, to be honest. I, I know we've hinted that we like to keep the the veteran back up, but at this point, Bushell's a veteran in our system. So let's roll him out there. Let's If we if we need to, let's roll him out there and continue to um, develop him and keep him on the team if we're going to choose between the two. I want to pick the guy that we can put in our center and. Do a quarterback sneak
0: on occasion. That's who I want. Blake Bell,
1: probably Blake Bell.
0: It's not Blake Bell. Don't <laughs> get me started on that shit. You could give the guy a five-yard head start right now, and I don't think he could gain a fucking yard. Um, before we get into, I'm sorry, it's just it's a touchy subject with me. Before we get away from the too far away from the wide receivers, I think my biggest take for this team, from what we saw from the offense in total. So he ran 59 total plays and 64% of them were, were past plays, uh, 18 different guys, whether it be wide receiver or tight end got targets. So obviously, uh, Andy's mind right now is getting evaluations on who these playmakers are going to be for the offense. You know, the running back room, which we'll go ahead and get into, I think there's a possibility that we could get away from carrying four, which we've done a lot over the past three or four years. And Dill, I know you're going to hate to hear me say this, but right now I think that fourth guy is generic Prince. Uh, Right now he's kind of looking like he's lagging behind and not carrying that same hype that he had to, to start that first one, one and a half weeks of camp. Um, So let me, uh, just i'll just let you guys talk about that and uh we'll go from there
2: yeah you know i i do hate to see with prince i do kind of wonder if the spotlight wasn't too big for him he did score a touchdown last game he looked a little better that first game he did not look great running through the tackles he also lost his kickoff return position to richie james so i feel like that's a spot if he, that he was holding on to and that was the you know a position that he at least could point to and say, hey, I got this locked down so I can make the 53. But if you lose that, like you said, that four spots not looking so good. Another thing is P. Ryan continues to show out a little bit. Not saying he's doing much spectacular, but he's definitely doing better than Prince. So I didn't almost go to say that Prince is the fifth running back on the depth chart. P. Ryan's a consistent back. He's, I mean, coming from Florida, I know a little bit about him. The guy that paid for his own way to go to Florida camp. He's also someone that we can keep on a practice squad, though, so. He's been kind of a journeyman on the practice squad. So as far as if you're worrying about seeing what somebody's got, like Prince, you can definitely put Ryan on that practice squad and not really worry about someone coming to snag you.
1: I think you're right. I think that one of those guys are going to end up on the practice squad and one's going to unfortunately be cut unless, which it doesn't look like, Clyde is getting cut. There's no rumors. He's playing with the ones, but I'm still not necessarily holding out hope, but Just have that in the back of my mind where Clyde could be the odd man out once Pacheco gets back. Kind of do the same thing. Pacheco provides everything Clyde does. So we'll have to see. When you think about how many running backs we're going to keep, we start kind of running out of roster spots if we keep four, right? Because I think we're definitely keeping seven wide receivers. Andy said today it's going to be six or seven. I think it almost has to be seven when you start looking at the roster. But that's all I got on the running back situation. I just think it's a better fit for this team in particular.
0: Like you said, at at this point with the way we've seen everything in preseason games, not necessarily camp alone, but just the two preseason games, I feel like it's Clyde jet and Pacheco. And I don't necessarily think that if we just keep those three, we're missing out on anything. So, you know, All three of those guys have been in this system long enough, albeit Pacheco has only been here a year, but they still all have enough experience to where if one goes down, the other two can carry the load, so on and so forth. And like you said, I think it helps to alleviate that spot or that pressure on the wide receiver room, like of trying to figure out these six guys and open up that seventh roster spot. So I, I think that's one place we could definitely find a spot, but we'll see. We'll see what Andy and Beach think. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the defense. Not a ton that we have to talk about. I think the the glaring issue outside of the defensive tackles, because I thought the D tackles did okay. But I think that the pass rush continues to be an issue uh, for, for those not being a, a D back, um, because that's really the only time we've gotten pressure or consistent pressure, I should say, from Spags drawn up a blitz. So. Guys, what do you think about the pass rush and, again, the lack of Chris Jones? I would say I'm
1: definitely getting, not worried, but a little bit uneasy about what we've seen from the defense thus far, as far as getting definitely getting pressure on the quarterback, but as well as some of the guys we were expecting to play well, haven't really shown shown us a lot when it comes to that linebacking crew and the young safeties and, and Justin Reed, of course, but yeah, I'd start. I'm getting a little worried, but it's just preseason game two. Scale of one I'm to ready. ten.
0: Scale of one to ten. How worried are you that Chris Jones doesn't play week one for the Chiefs? Two.
2: I'm not that worried, Dill. Yeah, I'm not that worried either with Trev. I'd maybe say a five ish. I, I think the dude's gonna play. I mean, you throw 28 million in my face, I'll get out there and do. I mean, even on no practice, I'll be out there. So I don't like think we well, have much to worry about that. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> 28 million. I'll get the shit beat out of me. I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do you guys? I mean, honestly, like we're all human. He's human too. Do you think there's a chance that guys like, hey man, I don't like going to training camp up there. Tot
1: got to stay in a damn dorm room. Like, what? What are the yep. odds that that's it? Could be that. Honestly, we used to see holdouts all the time, especially veteran guys just not go to camp, not playing the preseason, show up week one ready to go. I I could definitely see that being the case for sure. If I had to stand in a with your stinging ass feet, I wouldn't either, man. Um, all
0: right. All right now. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I said that yeah. in, in uh, my best man speech at his wedding, too. That's right. <laughs> all right. We're getting a little off the rails. I thought the DVs looked good again. I don't know about you guys. Shamari Connor, a guy who I kind of talked about a couple of weeks ago. And last week, I thought that he looked great. He was the starting nickel. For this defense, and he played a lot of safety with the twos. So that's a guy that we continue to get a great look at. I thought the DBs as a whole looked better. Safeties looked better. Guys, anything to add there? I know there's not a ton.
2: Yeah, I think you said it there. Honestly, the defense looked much better. But as I said earlier, that's a bad Cardinals team. So I don't think we can take away too much from it. Pass rush definitely leaves a lot to be desired. But I think, once again... Chris Jones kind of solves all of that, so takes a lot less doubling off the edges. A lot of young players still trying to learn, like FAU, trying to come off the edge. He was getting a little too deep in some aspects, but that's all stuff he'll learn with time. I'm not too worried about it quite yet. We'll really get to see against the Lions because they got a great offensive line. Unfortunately, I think that's going to be your first true test. Yeah, that's my chief concern right now is
0: that they really don't have any time to grow into the year because the Lions' O line is legit. Uh, across the board. So they're going to have a tough test week one on Thursday night. So we'll see. Chris Jones, come back. All right, let's go ahead and get into another set of our game balls for this week, just like we did last week with the game. So Dill, go ahead and lead us off.
2: I got to give mine to the offensive line. Uh, I think they were great. You know, top to bottom, as far as second, third string, even looked awesome. So I think it, that unit as a whole gets the game ball. Both the tackles they showed out. Taylor is super athletic. That dude was not getting beat around the edge. So I think it was promising to see, especially when you're, once again, comparing it to Andrew Wiley. So maybe that's what I'm getting so excited about is we don't have to watch that anymore. But, you know, I think as a whole, let's just give that game ball to the offensive line.
1: I'm going to go with old Shane Bouchelle. Came in with the twos after coming in with the threes the week before. Went 10 for 10, 103 yards. He extended multiple plays, looked comfortable in the system. Really really showed that he's progressed. I think we remember him in previous preseasons. Not looking so sharp, but this year he he looks pretty good, man. I'm excited to see if we keep him as the second string backup. Trev, you sniped me, which you kind of owe me for. But I'll give mine to Amir
0: Smith-Marset. That's a guy that I think it's probably not going to see a roster spot unless it's with special teams value. But the kid balled out. He went four catches for 92 yards and a tutty. Uh, nice little front flip tutty into the end zone. So, again, a guy that I I, I just can't find a spot for him with this wide receiver group yet. Does he find some special teams value? I don't think we've seen much from him as a returner yet, but maybe something on you know the punt team. I don't know. We'll see. So let's get into looking ahead Saturday's game against the Browns. Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. We finally get back to Arrowhead. It's unfortunate. I wish this game, this past week's game was at Arrowhead, just so you know everybody could have seen 15 for the three series that he was in, because we're probably not gonna see him for that long this weekend, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to tell with Andy sometimes. Guys, you got any, you know, little quick hitters that we're looking forward to for this weekend? Anything you want to see progress? From last week, and you know maybe some some final touches on this uh, on this squad.
2: I'm looking forward to watching the defense against the first legit quarterback they've played this preseason. I'm assuming Watson will play. He has not played these first two games, but he's got to get some work out there. Dorian Thompson Robinson has been a great quarterback to watch as well. Pretty comparable to Watson, so I think trying to keep them to contain, you know, lot not let the defensive line don't get too deep, so they take off rushing. I think that's something that we can
1: watch with these two. So T, what about you? Yeah, I don't know that Deshaun Watson's any good anymore, but we'll I guess we'll see. This defense looked bad against Derek Carr. So they could probably look bad against anybody in this preseason. But like you said, that's what that's what we're playing the third game for. See if we can make any progress. Dorian Thompson Robinson has been playing great in the preseason, so it would be a good test for our twos. But overall, uh the game on Saturday. Obviously, we want to come out healthy, and it's the last chance for these guys fighting for a roster spot. Guys like Trev just mentioned, uh, Smith-Marset may or may not make the team, but it's the last chance to show out, and like they say, make it hard for us to cut you and easy for someone to sign you. So uh, we'll see what they bring on Saturday, and hopefully we make it out healthy, and then regular season's right around the corner, boys. I gotta say real quick, too, I'm not a big fan of this
2: whole dump the... 90 roster spots to 53 real quick. I, I miss the slow cutdowns because I think that would give us a lot more clarity as to what this team will look like in just two weeks.
0: I think my biggest thing is I just want to get out healthy and get to the regular season. One thing I do want to see is this this whole QB two competition. I guess if that's what we're going to call it, it's, it's fun to watch uh, Buchel and Gabbert. Um, so We'll see. We'll see what those guys do, and, and hopefully we, we get that shaken out for the final depth chart. So, just a few quick over-unders like we did last week, since we're, we're keeping a score now. We're talking shit already. Boys, over-under, two and a half sacks for this defense this weekend. Man,
2: that's a tough one with DTR. With this defensive line, though, we're probably going to bring some exotic blitzes like Spag has been showing. I'm going to go over. Yeah, give me the over.
1: I think that's a good line, Trev. Um, I'll, just to be different, I'll go under. We said D-line hasn't been getting much pressure. Uh, we could be vanilla for this third game. Yeah, I'll go under. We got some scramblers, some elusive guys that we're playing up against. Just to be different, I'll go under this week. All right, good, good. We got some, some differing
0: answers there. And let's go with the second one, Shane Bouchel Over, under, two and a half total touchdowns.
1: I think... Bouchelle will play a good half of football especially if pat doesn't play much um or if Pat play, doesn't play at all and that's that's tough i'm gonna go under though i think it'll be under You might i think he might throw for one we'll see but uh, i'll go under dylan yeah i'm gonna also i hate to agree with you
2: but i'm gonna i'm gonna take the under as well i think when you guys split time with gabbert and everything it's hard to do two touchdowns
0: no belief in big game Bouchelle. that's sad it really is all right guys we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it up before we go remind everybody that's been listening again we really appreciate it on the one arrowhead drive facebook page go ahead and post a screenshot of you uh subscribe to the podcast under the post and then we are going to do our drawing for the rasheed rice helmet live on sunday on facebook live uh Apparently, there's some ducks that Dill's going to race with everybody's name on it. That's the uh, that's the, the fair way to do it these days.
2: It's a randomizer. That's how we pick our fancy football draft every year. So it makes it interesting. It's a nice little race.
0: When you can draw names out of a hat, you must use rubber ducks to decide things.
2: Trevor May has got 16 entries already. So he has his whole family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that's not true.
0: All right, let's go ahead and get out of here. Guys, follow us wherever you get your podcast at. Rate and review us. We really appreciate it. Follow our Facebook page like we talked about for that mini helmet. One Arrowhead Drive podcast on Facebook. And one, that's the number one Arrowhead DR pod on X. And we'll see you next time.